Hi, my name is Bradley. And this is Andrew. Welcome to the first episode of the Second Cast Pod. Yeah, so... (laughs) Um, This is actually take two of episode one. We just recorded a whole hour-long episode, but Mm -hmm. the horrible neoliberal Anchor podcast app deleted it all. (laughs) I know, it's horrible. We're being censored horribly. The episode contained scathing accounts of... Mayor Pete's, the Democratic establishment. Andrew has Chastin's nudes. Yeah. So we happen to go to school in the Midwest. Right. His balding. Um, his we're, balding. We're pubes. near. <laughs> <laughs> we're near um, Mayor Pete territory, and we have a conspiracy yeah. that I think that someone at our school has to have his nudes. His nudes, or if, has seen, talked to him on Grinder, something. If not, I feel like if even if like no one's talked to Mayor Pete on Grinder, that's also damning. Yeah. Because, because then again, potentially uh, he's. So we have this theory that Mayor Pete's not actually gay, or I have this. Do you share this theory with me? Do you agree with I me? Th- I don't. I'm not sure if I agree completely, but I definitely will listen to it and hear it all the way out. <laughs> so I'll oh my god. Okay, so I feel like. Like but I, I, there are there are points where I do believe it. I don't. I just I'm not I'm not sure if I'm like ready enough to make that bold of a statement. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of correct, Andrew. Like, don't let me like keep doing this. But I'm gonna reference our first little like recording attempt. But um, I think a theme of this episode is um, like weaponizing and like exploiting identity to like further one's self-interest. And I think that, like, Mayor Pete being... Coming out as gay, like, four years ago might have been, like... The big big scheme. Big scheme. like Because, yeah. like, what Fair is plan. Mayor Pete if he's not a gay man? He's just, like, a boring, not... Horrible white man. Yeah, he's just... A, he's sh- a cis white man. <laughs> so he has nothing. He's... Oh, and... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and, like... Um, I just think that it's like it was really beneficial for him to like other himself because like he's he's a white guy and I feel like he's the most textbook white guy. Yeah, you can and imagine. I feel like in like this point in politics, like I think a lot of like the mainstream media was trying to like oh twelve oh it's a fire truck. It's a fire truck. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're coming to censor us. Oh my they got a call. Pete sent them in. <laughs> Pete and Kamala collab. You yeah. arrest us. I used to feel they would run together. When, when I first heard the names, I was like, I kind of like low-key thought. I was like, a, a white gay and Pop a black Mala. woman. Like, Who would be second fiddle? The libs would live for it. Oh my god, yeah. No, but yeah, I think... The left think... would live for that combo. Are you kidding? <laughs> Maybe not the left. The center left. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. center left is. I mean, left is left. Uh-huh. Left is left. <laughs> um, wait. So, yeah, I think I have a conspiracy that Pete isn't actually gay. I think it's shared by a lot of people at this point. I think, yeah. Which maybe that I mean, there's the broader argument where it's like, and like just, I, and like I don't want to like invalidate anybody's sexuality. I don't want right. to invalidate anyone's experience. But like, something's not adding up. Miss Miss Pete is shady. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm on. No, I'm drinking podcast juice. Right, it's called. It's a vodka. Soda. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I? Okay, what but was I, I think that, I think there is like that broader argument that I think the far left would pull. Where it's like just because every gay doesn't look like you, doesn't mean that blah 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 blah. And it's like, well, still, I still have the argument that the white gay, the white, the white cis gay. Is a privileged person. One of the yeah. most privileged people in America. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, and especially, like, he also comes from wealth. Like, his parents oh. were, like, professors at Notre Dame. Like, he went to Harvard. He's not, mm-hmm. he likes to brand himself as this, like, right. hometown, like, <laughs> you know, like, relatable guy, but he's not. He's a fucking, he worked for McKinsey. Right. That he, like, I think, I think the thing you is, know, I think it's like a, I think people in the in the broader gay community know that they like that like there's in no ways is, is he up there like being like he comes from the same place as like yeah us like he Pete came may, out Pete may be gay but he's not a faggot <laughs> <laughs> he'll, and he'll never he be hasn't one. earned that term <laughs> no matter how hard he tries mm-hmm. but yeah so I think, I think we didn't talk about the caucuses really 
in the first app. So well, and I, I want should. to. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's now we're recording this episode Saturday night. The caucuses were Tuesday or Monday. I don't remember. Mm, they were Tuesday. It's been a long week. It was Tuesday. It was horrible. <laughs> this has been a week. bad vibes week. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, Bernie won, so we can take that. Is it is it a hundred percent reported? I think now? it's confirmed. His campaign is like touting that he won. And it's the popular vote. I think he won the popular vote. Or 6, and like, see, he won. He won by six thousand votes. And they both got. They but they both got eleven precincts. Or 11 um, delegates. But according me. to liberals, the popular vote is what matters, so... Right, I mean, but that's what we've been hearing. <laughs> we've been hearing that for four years. So... Yeah. We, got, we sound really... We sound very... What? I think we should clarify. We sound very Republican right now, but we both are hardcore Bernie supporters. Yeah, we're, I just we're Bernie bros. That this is a podcast for Bernie bros. Not just for it. I think... No, I, yeah, we want to yeah. wanna educate, we want to inform. Because I think that's the thing is, like, you can see any side. Like, yeah. I can... I, I don't respect every side, but you can yeah. listen to every side. I mean, like, I don't... Not every side, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I, res- I don't respect... No, I don't, think you, I don't think you should respect a lot of yeah. sides, but, like, you should... I mean, it's a, yeah. as I'm, long as you're willing to listen... I'd like to think of myself to, as a radical. Like, <laughs> right. Okay, so doesn't but, everyone? Is that the hey, truth, though? It's okay. my Aquarius rising. I'm a contrarian. <laughs> but I think that there's some truth to that. I think nowadays, in, in some degree, people in their politics want to feel radical in what they believe so i think that's why we see that the increase of uh the increase of people not believing what their parents believed because they want to feel the differentiation they want to feel important because like this whole idea of like a narrative of like this like glee era like i'm gonna be different like the loser like me kind of Generation, <laughs> you know what I mean. They want it's 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 the idea of wanting uh, to be girls. To feel, who knows that reference? Right. Who, <laughs> <Lose it. laughs> is that trade? That's not trademarked. I doubt it. Who cares? Scott, they're going to look no at our like, podcast. Yeah, like they're, <laughs> yeah. they're yeah. not listening. Take my. Um, never mind. <laughs> um, okay, I want to get back into Iowa. Yeah. So earlier this week. I th- we got together that we met up to like celebrate the Bernie victory, but that would hopefully happen. Yeah, yeah. and that would that would ultimately happen. Right. So like night we one, we got two percent of the two percent and total vote. We got two percent and an announcement there was a technical <clears throat> error. Yeah, because Which, of an app because the because the um, establishment Demo- Democrats needed to like. They needed to be fucking nerds and, like, make their own app and, like, do their own, like, super, like, more sophisticated, secure thing. And then, it, and then it crashed. It didn't work. became a hanging chad because, as yeah. we've learned, yeah. technology, especially when it's amounted to the masses, is never going to be reliable. I like, my Instagram crashes, like, ten times a day. <laughs> and, like, it's one of the biggest apps out there. Yeah. But I think, so, like... I think that this is, like, so damning of the Democratic, like, the DNC. I, like, I feel like... I don't know. I think that this is, like... I don't think it's going to matter to, like, the Pete voter, the Liz voter. Like, the... in like... How, it doesn't look good. I don't think it looks... If you, anyone was, like, distrustful of the process... And, like, mm-hmm. they rightfully should be because it's not like Bernie has been wronged before. Bernie has been wronged before. Well, and Pete's, Pete's donors are the ones who created yeah, the app. Yeah, okay, so the app was literally made by a firm called Shadow. That's the name of the, like, company that made the app. It's like Shadow. a villain. Yeah, it's like a villain. God, they're such Shadow. fucking losers. <laughs> they God. wanted to give it, like, this, like, ominous, transgressive, like... yeah, ominous, like... It's, and it's, it's like, fucked. I mean, it, it looks um, so bad. Like, Pete's, it looks like these people that like have like are noted like in the FEC as like donors to Pete created an app that crashed for Pete's benefit. That's like, like what the fuck? It's, and like liberals are have been so quiet. Like Russia Gate, like Russian bots. We've been hearing about that that shit for three years. The, and like, then the, like, am I yelling? I'm sorry. No, no, get, I'm get really that. passionate about this. Yeah, it's okay. I like. I want to defend. <laughs> I'm defending Vladimir Putin, and I'm going for Tom Perez's guts. But, um, it's like you didn't hear anything about this. Like me talking about this is probably going to be. I feel like a lot of people. I will, will like tell me that I'm sounding like conspiracy, conspira- like I guess like a conspiracy theorist. But like, 
this is just like what happened. Like this is all I'm saying. Like I may like I may be like screw, screwing up some details, but like this all happened. Like everything I'm saying is true. I think that's. I'm the, not gaslighting you, people. I think that's the hard. The I will later though. I'm winking. Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna take the floor. <laughs> I know. I think that is the hard part about this is that. I mean, it's 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 a very it's like it writes itself. It's an already extremely flawed, extremely vulnerable to error voting system that was not only just like a voting system for a de- the Democratic Party, but also the first one that determines so much of what yeah of what happens later in the in the election and has historically like all of the Republican um, winners I think it's have like- have been consistent for the past. Since, I think it's like since every uh, since Bush every since person Trump, well, Trump fun fact Trump came in third in Iowa but but for I the think, Democrats it's been yeah, I think in the I'm pretty sure the statistic is like if you win Iowa and New Hampshire like you go on to win the nomination that's pretty much what it's been yeah, yeah. for a while and I think that's that's what and that's like, what's really horrible about this situation is that it's literally like it looks yeah. it looks as if. I mean, whether this plays into Bernie's benefit or not, because he's already been writing this, the liberal media is trying to take him down and trying to not present him, and he's still powering through, and it's kind of backfiring against them. So I'm not sure whether this works well for him, where it looks like, I, and I think for I definitely people on, on Twitter and like our age, it's been looking good for him, where they see it as another fight against Bernie or another reason to put pin Bernie as the underdog. Because this whole system is stacked up against him. Yeah. And then, um, it's not that the system is, like, stacked up against him. It's the system, like... Was trying to take him down. Yeah, because yeah. he represents something that will, like... Scare Bernie me. is, like... I think that Bernie is, like, a really radical... He's the big fucking structural change candidate. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I feel like that's, like, false. I really... I don't want to dig into Miss Liz, but... Oh, well, she's digging her I own think, grave. Yeah. I don't think she, she needs to. That, she came in third. I really, like, I she did... She plays better than Biden. Oh, my... Okay. At least she got so, a like, delegate. I think that... A vote, it's delegate. Kinda, <laughs> a single delegate, and, um, which Biden could not accomplish. I think Iowa... I think that another reason that Iowa was, like, so... Am I in Iowa? That's how you say it. <laughs> um, I think okay. another... It's... I'm sorry... I can't be a drunk bitch on the pod. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, do it. Okay. Sorry, guys. I've already finished my <laughs> vodka soda. But <laughs> um, I think that um, the DNC, like, tampering with Iowa benefited them on two folds. Because, like, one, they got to, like, tout Mayor Pete as, like, the winner for, like, two or three days. So he... Iowa is not super important delegate-wise. It's just, like, the first primary, so it's a big deal. And, like... Winning Iowa gives you the media narrative of, like, oh, like, you won the first primary. Like, you're strong going forward. It's a trendsetter. Yeah, it's a trendsetter. So they got to give Pete his time in the sun. And also, they kind of got to, like, undercut the fact that Biden came in fourth. Mm -hmm. Biden came in fourth. The, like, leader of the pack, like, this untouchable frontrunner, like, came, like... Got less votes than Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> and got zero delegates. Four less yeah. than Elizabeth Warren. Like, this Warren. person whose whole, like, claim to, like, the candidacy is, like, I'm electable. People I'm know the only, me. Yeah. People like me. I'm the only one that can beat Trump. Came in fourth behind Pete Buttigieg and Liz Warren. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And I mean, King it, Bernie, but, like, It's whatever. horrible. If the, if, <laughs> I truly believe that if... If this if it all came out on the first night, Biden would be out by now. Yeah, he'd be he, so embarrassed, missed, and all the yeah. attention would be on him about not winning it. It wouldn't be about Pete winning. It would be about, it would have been about Biden it would being be, a disappointment. Yeah, but um, because sorry, I mean, no, to, and I think back. that's that's the thing is um, <clears throat> is that this also in addition to this, which was an interesting take from the Hill that we were watching, um, that the. Crystal ball. The, the day the day after um, the Iowa caucus was the uh, was the State of the Union, so all the yeah. was going to be on that, and then the day after that was the acquittal from the uh, attempt for yeah. the uh, the impeachment circuit. Yeah, I, I forget no the one word. Cared. Okay. But that's the thing. So, so all the media was taken off of the of the results of the Iowa caucus, and those who were really only invested from the start were the ones who saw the actual results and followed the details of it. Yeah, like talking to just our friends that like aren't super like 
invested into politics, they were like, oh, who won? Like, what? And, like, yeah, trying to explain yeah. who won, like, you have to, like, give them this, like, whole account of, like, the fucking, like, shit show yeah, circus the delegates, And then, like, there's a miscal. I mean, it's, it really is, like, it's, like, there's <laughs> such such a potential for this before. Like, we have a friend who's from <laughs> Iowa. She caucused for she, well, gay okay. Pete. She did, unfortunately. Unfortunately. We didn't get to her. Yeah, we, we needed to make this pod sooner. Um, but so she... We tried. Uh, <laughs> what? We tried. This is like our like fourth attempt at yeah, making a podcast just been like, episode. We've just been like nearly blacked out every other time that we've <laughs> tried to record. So we... It's been... It's been well, those yeah. will be on the Patreon later. Those will be the, yeah. the, the, the we, unreleased season. Yeah. yeah. We'll have like... Our like... Would y'all be... Would y'all... Y'all doesn't exist yet. This is probably like... Three people will listen to this. That's y'all. Would y'all be interested okay. in a Patreon? I mean, there's more unreleased content. It'll be like the yeah. last, the last season. The last will be our, episode. Yeah, will be like our two. Those are like prior episodes yeah. that are pretty. You can juicy. watch Borat with us. Like yeah, yeah those gonna... will be more silly and avant. Maybe more silly, more avant garde, more you know. Right, more art. We'll do. We'll have more fun with this. <laughs> more art. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, this is a huge. It's gonna be interesting to see how this pans out because if if everything still goes according to plan, you know. Bernie is going to win New Hampshire, which is basically his home yeah, state. But and then South have, Carolina may also go I will note that Pete Bernie. has, like, really, like, received a bump. Mm-hmm. Pete did a bump. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Spread that. Yeah. Give that to... to uh, Obama, like... Pete's, like, so fucking just uncool. Like, no, Obama did coke. I think that's the thing. Is <laughs> Pete is just uncool. He's, like, the... And I saw this tweet about it where it was interesting, where it's, like, he's doing this whole process to fill that, I'm not like... I'm saying doing coke is cool, also. I mean, For the kids listening. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, okay, I, 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 that's fine, I don't care. I don't think he's um, solicit. So I think, I think the, the, the bigger problem about Pete, too, and this is kind of scary, like, scary, you take it as you want. He has that millennial uh, problem where there's, there's the, like, this bottomless void and, like, the center of it, you're like, trying to fill, like, meaning to your soul. And he's doing this whole thing to try, to, as an attempt, to, like, fill that bottomless pit of... Uh, <laughs> void of meaning that like all millennials feel growing up in like a in this kind of era of the technological globalization age so it's like he's it's it's gonna be interesting in this, in this new era of politics for someone going for this larger power i mean he's a mayor right now like he like won, my, he hasn't won a statewide election i, yeah. want, that, I want that to be noted like like um <laughs> the mayor of south bend like that's like the mayor of my hometown becoming president i like i see like <clears throat> like spilling on herself when she eats <laughs> fucking restaurant food and it's not like he was a good mayor black people hate him cause yeah I mean oh god black people hate him because of the way he like (laughs) handled like the the firing of a police chief like there's actually like I was on twitter like a few hours ago and I saw like a Biden ad it was actually really funny it was (laughs) like it was like he was, was like, it was a t- takedown of Pete? It was just Joe Biden calling Pete a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like... What's new? <laughs> it was like, it was like, oh, like, this was Joe Biden. Like, he was in the White House. He was, like, doing all these things. And then it, like, cut to, like, what was Pete doing? He was putting fucking, like, lights on a bridge. What was <laughs> Pete South doing? He was getting fucked in the ass. Pete was on the <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, we talked about that. We can have this conversation again. Um, Pete, top or bottom? Oh my god, he's such... I don't know how you could ever think that he was a top. I don't think... I think... I just feel like... I don't... Okay, wait. I, I, maybe they don't have penetrative sex. I, I was just gonna say that! <laughs> What's I the term gonna, for that? That's like... I don't know, like... I'm like, not me gay. Neither, I'm not gay. Still. <laughs> like, that's could be what it is. I don't know. Pete... Not gay. Pete... Pete, but I'm not gay. <laughs> hold, hold up. I think... I think we're, um, we're, we're, we're yeah. figuring out the code. Um, I, will like say, I will say that um, me and my horrible melted brain do find Pete a little bit attractive. If we were able to separate him from his he, political campaign, I would looks not. Like, he looks like the Chuck E. Cheese mouse. Like, he, there's oh, no yeah. the denying The picture of him, there's a side profile picture of him where his like, two like, front picture. teeth... I don't know. There's some pictures that really work for him. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm done. That widow's peak. Come on. Cha- okay. Well, can we just can we, we can agree on that? Chastin's disgusting. Oh, Chastin is. Chastin's. <laughs> Chastin's locked up when he gets Despicable. home. Despicable. Get to the fucking basement. Smile <laughs> 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 Sorry, am I gonna get canceled for this? No, we're now? fine. 
<laughs> We're fine. <laughs> I've been gay since I was 13. I have a blanket. You've been gay since you were born. You just don't know. know until you No, were I've been 13. out. I've been out. I'll just say that. Yeah, I mean, I was... I mean, I don't even need to give my background, but I was... No, that story, that's world building. I, I was preaching against the gays until I was 13. Were you really? Girl, cool. yes. I was, I was always a little lit. I was raised on a farm. I forget. Yeah, you forget. I was raised on a farm. And, yeah. Purely religious. I wasn't allowed to watch Glee because of the gay people. <clears throat> You yeah. were really preaching against the qu- Was yeah. there like a lot of internal conflict with that, or was it just like? Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's just like it was what they told we us. We don't have to talk about the church. But... I mean, I don't care. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch. I'm RuPaul. Like, wait, tell me about all of your trauma. Yeah, <laughs> air all of your trauma for like our podcast. <laughs> right. So like, that's gonna turn me. That's a simple just turn off. Yeah. There's no runway. <laughs> you can't the runway it. will be on the Patreon to come. That's so. how that's how RuPaul gets you. Yeah, he makes you listen to all these fucking tears about yeah, it's so sad, gay. And then there's a fucking runway because we're waiting for the runway. I'm honestly okay. I'm honestly glad our first episode deleted because we talked about RuPaul's Drag Race for like ten minutes, and that's yeah. I don't want and that. We can save that. <laughs> I would like to think that I have grown past. Well, I think I, it's not about growing past it. So when I've been on the same track, and they're taking a different direction, okay. and I think our, our okay, that's that's a, that's fair. I think our differences are no longer compatible. <clears throat> I think that they're they 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 have a different. I don't know. I don't think it's a celebration anymore. I think yeah. it's more of a. Should we talk about it? We can talk about RuPaul. I think the conversation we had was really interesting. Yeah, I think. Well, because Bradley didn't know it's, it started out as a parody of reality television show and then i was saying to andrew that i think it really like evolved into like a real like cool celebration of like queerness where like i don't know it was interesting it like i feel like i feel like a few years ago it was necessary because it like broadcasted this like it truly well what is this yeah and like it was so like the girls like before like were really doing it and they like had like the facility to do it, but I feel like now, like the show is so produced and like so like aligned with aligned with like RuPaul's like new like lifestyle branding mm-hmm. and like positivity that like the people coming on the show like don't have the space to like showcase this like transgressive cool like because that's what drag is. It's like. It should be offbeat. Should be like not be mainstream for, for the gay community. Yeah, it's by the, and that, now, that's the point of drag. I think the it's, show has been watered down to this place where it's like for fucking thirteen year old girls. Well, I think that's the hard thing too. Is like I think before <clears throat> I think until seasons. Well, I'll talk. I'll get to yeah. that point. But um, for for like the first for the for the first golden age of the se- like the golden age of the show. The the queens that went on the show were there for the gay community, and they were they were there. Acting like trying to impress, like they were there to win and to and for the gay community. Yeah. Now the queens know that the audience is the entire world. They know and it's like playing, kids. and they they're know it's like kids and straight girls. Right, and they're playing for that audience. Yeah. It's, it's it's a difference in the audience because before, like especially like Fifi O'Hara, Roxy Andrews, like they didn't they they they, they thought that they're villainizing and like that stuff they that would be justified by the gay community that they came from where people understand why that happens now these queens are coming out like fucking oh god what was her name last season um aquaria no that was too (laughs) the the, um the really unpolished one uh well ever okay basically basically ever since honestly oh evie no no i mean evie was fine but um the the um, Silky. Silky. I mean, uh, I, so, wait, I loved Silky. But Silky was so playing for the audience, trying to get and trying to play off of the tokenizing. Yeah. They've went back into the tokenizing oh, role. She's trying to be the I token see. that the broader community of the United States loves because that's how you make a name and, for yourself. No, I, I don't. And it ever it, okay. it started, like it really started with like Laganja. Honestly, the whole really. And when the, I think I, <laughs> I think so. No, it started with the whole Ganja being all about trying to put on this new act and all the girls called her out on it so much that yeah. season they called her out for being ingenuine being ingenuine yeah. because I, I think like Anja knew especially because she was a younger this queen sorry she <laughs> she knew that she had to play for the bigger audience and try to get onto that token thing but all the girls called her out for it so it backfired because they were still playing at, by the old rules and playing for the gay community so I think it's ever since then it's kind of evolved into the audience is now for the broader community and it's not as fun it's not a celebration and plus i mean it's horrible how much that the show um tries to 
drain out these, like pull out these really gut-wrenching stories from these queens and profit off of them as of being like, and put them on the show. So. Okay, yeah. And I think that's, that's the rough part is <clears throat> that it's the horrible, um, the horrible uh, profitization off of like these, these terrible stories that these queens have been through. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I was like, I'm trying to like order my friend food on DoorDash. <laughs> so I just let Andrew go on this tangent. And sorry, I, I was waiting no, for no, you no, to It's okay. On. And yeah. I want to be done talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. but I do agree. And like, I do think that the show, like, I think the show that became a vessel for like these queens to like launch their careers. So I get that they're coming on the show like with their branding in mind, with like catchphrases in mind. But it was brilliant for the gay community first. Yeah, and I feel like the the formula of the show has, like, kind of changed to, like, reward that behavior. So it just all feels really ingenuine. It all feels really forced. It's just, like... It's like we're beating a dead horse. I feel like I'm watching the same season of television every... And it sucks... time. And it sucks to see the real... (laughs) The queens who are on there genuinely being themselves have to be in the same cage and playing field as the ones who are doing it purely for television. And And I disagree with you. I feel like Silky was, like... Always herself. Oh no! I think okay. I think eventually anyway. at first she was trying to fit into that role, but oh, ever right. maybe I'd, I mean I was personally Sorry. don't know her, but that's what the girls were kind of yeah. Doing, so, you know. Okay, I think we've talked for we've talked about RuPaul Drag Race <laughs> that's a little enough. too we've, long. We've for canceled. My, we've disqualified ourselves we've as cultural. Already. <laughs> yeah, we've ca- so like this is our take. The second cast of opinion is that Drag Race is canceled. It's over. Watch. Um, Watch Pose. <laughs> I don't know. Watch Paris is Burning and just like move on with your lives. Well, speaking of gay shows, that's a good thing. Speaking transition. of Paris is Burning, well, Jamila? Yeah, so Jamila, our. Jamila, Jamila? The, th- the next thing that we wanted to attend to was. We're talking the... about the cancellation of Jamila Jamil. Jam- <laughs> is that how you fucking say Jamila, it? Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil. God. Jello. Jello. Jello Jam. Okay, so. According to Twitter, she became like. <laughs> Don't <bounce laughs> really I trust Twitter, but according to our sources, she became oh, wow. she became a host of a new HBO show about the ballroom scene. Was she a judge? Was that? Yeah. Was she so a judge or a host? We, um, I think. So we, if we're reading this apology letter, it says that she was going to. I'm not the MC. I. Sometimes, uh, let's see. It says she's she's gonna be a judge alongside Megan Thee Stallion, uh, a judge. Okay, so she luxury law law Roach, and then oh, Mike Q. Anyway, and then yeah. Okay, some but, other stuff. Oh, yeah. Laomi's on it. Yeah, Laomi. Oh, that's sick. Okay, but um, so all these like these like basically club. Yeah, ballroom but, so legends. like people got really, I don't know, but people were kind of coming for her for becoming a judge as, like, this, like, straight, for now, like, non-black woman. Like, how is she qualified to judge a ballroom scene? So, in response to that controversy, she decided to do a (laughs) notes coming out as queer. As queer, specifically. Not anything, like, not a lesbian, a bi. Was the notes, was the notes the reveal? Oh, yeah, that's, she's, this is, the notes is, no, 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 this is a coming out post. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, Andrew's phone just like God. Technology's failing us tonight. But the her apology, is tonight. her apology was a coming out post as queer, and we have pro- we take issue with that here at um, Second Cast. I don't know. Like I think I well I think I think the main problem is is that she took the job as a straight. She took the job, like... This woman. She took the job, like, without coming out. And then when people called her out, she decided to come out. Right. And that's something that's a little fishy. And that's what I was saying (laughs) before is I feel like a big problem with, you know, what Liz has been... Liz, I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to tie it. I'll I'll come back to Liz Warren. So Liz Warren has been... I think the big problem with her campaign and her campaign managers is that they're... Obsessed with identity politics. Well, yeah, and they're using identity politics as a weapon. I think here she used identity politics as more of like a shield to shield her from this backlash to try to neutralize everything, which is eerily similar to the Kevin Spacey incident. Yeah, and like like you said in the first attempt recording, it's like the... um, 
the crime is not as severe. Stakes it's, are less high. The stakes, for yeah, sure. but I mean, it's like not it's still just lives. just like cynical that like it's she, the same idea. Yeah, and she in her coming out post, she talks about like how hard like it's hard as like a southeastern South Asian woman to come South out. Asian. What South Asian? South Southeast is. I think she's South Asian. Oh wait, you're, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah. but yeah, she's like, she's like a South Asian woman, and it's like hard for her in the community to come out. But um, it's like she's. But also then why like, come out now? Like yeah, that's and it's thing. also it's like, she's been such a proponent of like Western liberal <laughs> yeah. ideas. Like oh my god, her <laughs> we're on her Twitter page right now. It's despicable. <laughs> her header is a picture. It's a collage of her and Lizzo, with. And the caption is, join the revolution against shame. I weigh. If you're, if you, W-E-I-G-H. If you aren't familiar with Jamila, she is objectively attractive. She is a thin. thin. She could be a model. And if you are familiar with Lizzo, Lizzo. Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We can't body, we body shaming on the first episode. <laughs> No. No. I didn't say body shape. I just said if you're not familiar with Lizzo, she. Is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're okay. We're, we're canceled already. <laughs> but it just—it's so like, like, girl, what are you doing? You look like yeah. It's in, it's such an insertion of like yourself into this yeah. issue, like like. Fuck, okay, just like sit, I get sit it. Down like, and every, do your little reality no, like, TV everybody show, has like insecurities, but it's like you don't need to fucking talk about it, girl. Like yeah, it's like Drag Race. Like yeah. just shut up. Like put on fucking makeup and shut <laughs> just up. Just literally get like <laughs> literally do your little acting job with on your little like NBC sitcom and just like who can't like. Well, and she's been so platform too. Like I was going through her thing, <clears> and she's been on all these talk shows recently. Like she was on. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, also Jimmy Fallon, like these really All the Seth Meyers, like oh, literally Seth Meyers every. Is so hot, sorry. Oh yeah, no, I mean that's a one. That's out a one. Of, that's on one the, the binary. binary yeah. Out of all the TV talk show hosts, Seth Meyers is. Seth Meyers, I feel like his tongue works hard. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I wanna. I like. I wanna sit on his Semitic nose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Now I can't tell my parents think, about my podcast. Yeah, you fucking virgin. They're not gonna yeah. care. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> Got okay. Hi, hi, audience. Yeah, you're gonna I'm come coming out. out as a I'm coming out as a virgin. As I'm an not. Incel. I'm an incel. <laughs> I have not had penetrative sex because I don't want to. <laughs> I could, if I wanted to, I could go out oh, and God, get fucked. Anyone could. Are yeah, you I don't think, I don't think the the idea of a gay incel doesn't exist. I just I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's that involuntary self. Like honestly, if I wanted to, I could get fucked in thirty minutes. Yeah, no, it's it's a quick log yeah. on, make a fake account, use someone else's email. No, I could just use my own pictures. I'm gorgeous. True. Well, I, didn't say, I didn't say picture. I didn't say I said email. Okay, but right. yeah, I yeah. I don't, don't want to do it. I'm scared. That's fine. Well, I have a boyfriend. I'm waiting. <laughs> Andrew has a Andrew has a I loving and, boyfriend. I Andrew wins. So I don't win. I just you have a boyfriend, so you win. Oh, that's sweet. In my mind, having a boyfriend is the most commendable thing that you can do. Well, I think abstinence is pretty. Good. <laughs> Bradley's saving himself for marriage. Oh, let's. I want. Yeah. Can no. we talk about my like um, budding interest in reli- in religion? I don't really want to. Okay, I think that we should. Well, close, I think there's one let's more. Let's close thing about... out with um, Jamila. No, I want to. I want. I want to make one more point. Yeah, that I think is interesting. And then we can talk about my virginity. I think. <laughs> so her pin tweet, because um, honestly, I really don't give too much of a fuck about her. I didn't look that hard. She her pin tweet is this video of her on Trevor Noah, who has. Been you know figureheaded liberal liberal shrill yeah liberal but no, liberal. also figureheaded mm. as just like the voice of I mean I think he's brilliant I think he's a brilliant sociologist I disagree but we will um so she it's 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 this video and it's captioned when it comes to the more flippant side of called c- cancel culture we are turning it into a Twitter sport and I'm not sure it's working for us or getting us anywhere and I think that's interesting because while she's also, I mean, this is definitely a point that's been like, especially a lot of journalists are talking about. It's, I mean, Joe Rogan can't get enough of this point. Uh, it's the idea of cancel culture, like we're on the we're on the ladder, the ending side of cancel culture, where people are starting to have enough of it. And it's interesting that she, even though she's coming out against it, 
in this cancel culture, she's so she was so easy to just give into it as soon as it yeah. Came, I think it's it, like it came for her. She was like she was able to talk about it on TV when it wasn't about like when she wasn't getting canceled. But as soon as it turned to her, she wasn't able to keep that same position, and she immediately caved. She yeah. immediately caved as coming out as queer. When she yeah. start, when she started does that does that make you know what do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, she like immediately had like. A re- like like a, an immediate reaction that was like condemning anyone that had anything negative to say against her. She was like, "You cannot cancel me." Well, because... she let them win. Hmm. She let the cancel culture win because as soon as it started being a problem, she didn't just say, "Hey, fuck it, I'm going to take this job and do it." Like, which is what it's, it seems like her opinion was before. As soon as cancel culture came for her, she played by their rules. Yeah. After coming out against it, which I think yeah. is so interesting because it just shows how <clears throat> much like. Well, I don't have, like, that's where, like, I have no, like, I don't care about her. Because, like, obviously, like, her word means nothing now. Andrew was not familiar with this woman until a few hours ago, I feel like. Who the fuck am I watching? Good Place? Good, the good play. God. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? I mean, yeah. That's, like, that's not for us. But you know what I mean? So, like, like, nothing nothing that she says, like, means anything. So, like, it's it's all And I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I feel like, like, everything with her is really disingenuous. And I feel like... Right. Her obsession with, like, identity politics and, like, othering herself and, like, trying to be an advocate for, like, body positivity. I feel like that's all... she played all... right into it. Yeah, she, it's all, like, been very performative. And it, even if it isn't performative, it's, like, exploitive of, like, the current... Of actual... Yeah, it's exploitive <laughs> of, like, actual issues and, like, kind like, of just, like, the, the, like, whole the time that we're in. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, that's hilarious. I can't get, like... Get Lizzo out of your fucking header. Yeah, do you think she? Do you think Jesus Lizzo knows? Christ. Do you think yeah. she knows? Do you think she's probably like? She probably I don't like think Lizzo cares. No, yeah, Lizzo doesn't care about anything. Lizzo's just trying to get her money. <laughs> yeah, Lizzo's trying to get some money, and I don't want to. I'm I'm not gonna make jokes about Lizzo. No, no, I'm not making jokes. She, Liz, I don't think Lizzo gives a fuck about anything. That's the best no. part about her. But she I was don't... in a video with Jeff Bezos. She probably didn't even know who he was. <laughs> Like she's, I mean, she she doesn't care. I think Lizzo. I mean, like I like her. I like I Lizzo. I've liked Lizzo since twenty sixteen. I'll, I'll I come get... out and say it. I was I hurry P. I played that shit on repeat since like twenty sixteen. I liked, I liked I Lizzo. Like, phone. She... What the hell, my phone? Lizzo. Lizzo is. Oh, the... put Lizzo on that show. On what? On this ballroom show. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, Lizzo's is like a. That'd be yeah, she's so a, I much feel better. Like, I feel she's like it's actually fine. from the club scene. Yeah, and like, like I mean, like I feel like. Do you think Jamila Jamil has ever walked into? No. Well, I guess that was kind of her point. She was, she was like the, she was the middleman for like all of America. Who yeah, was and like I don't necessarily culture. agree with like the backlash to like this woman like joining like this woman right. who's not necessarily involved in the ballroom scene joining the show. Like I just don't disagree with her response to it. I at think all. that like her coming out as a response to the controversy was like a little like sinister, but like sinister and just weak. Yeah, like, it means, I mean, like, like you stand for nothing. Like either yeah. be for it or against. You know, in, in three months too. It's like my opinion changed in three months. Like yeah, oh, come on, interesting. Yeah, what do you think Pete's gonna be on the ballroom show? Oh my god! I think Pete's gonna make the an appearance on Drag Race. Not to <gasps> oh, you're so right. If, you're so right. If Pete is not so wait, right. if Mayor Pete is not on this season of Drag Race, I oh my god, I don't know what I'll I'll do something I'll do something abject and humiliating. You're so right. He's gonna be on it. He's so aligned to Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's Ugh. so true. You're so right. Yeah. Oh my god. And it hurts. It's it's so hard to be so like in ta- like tapped into the zeitgeist and just so aware of what's gonna happen. Well, but, I mean, if his campaign has any brains, I'm sure they're calling him every day. I mean, that's that would look so yeah, good for him. He needs that. He need because like he needs that. I mean, they think. Or, I don't know. Do you think that no, going on drag no, no. race is too like sinful? I feel like no. he. I feel no. like he loves to say that he's gay, and then he loves to distance himself from like, the gay community. You know. I think they think that that's what they need to to tap into like the. The marginalized communities, but it's not at all. They're st- they're too stupid to know that because obviously they're they don't yeah. know how to tap. They have his campaign and him have no idea how to tap into like the actual marginalized community. But he knows how to tap Chaston's little <laughs> tap Chaston's little, little tight ass. <laughs> yeah, do you think Chaston's like alive? Do you think Chaston's a real person? I think Chaston is no. It's just like a candle. I think they just like blow open... all that goes around with it. <laughs> I think they just open up Grinder and we're like, sure, you can do it. Has right. anybody made the joke that the app they used to derail the um, Iowa caucus was Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the first scrub. one to make it? 
That was Scruff. You got the wrong one. Oh my god. Um, okay, yeah, but that was... I don't know. Okay. I feel like we covered... We covered a lot. Oh, we covered the everything. Pre, the pre de la zone. So, okay, yeah, we, let's talk about some ballet. Yeah, so we so we, that is our other thing, too. We are both ballet dancers. I don't, yeah. Um, yeah, the pre de la zone happened. I am... That's this is gonna be. I'm gonna chalk this up to you because I'm. I know it happened, but I've like am not aware of like. What I mean, it, I don't care about the results. I think it's so interesting how in Europe, um, the the arts are such a different like level of like importance. Like yeah, it's literally it's like, kind it's of like, like, like a, it's a huge event. It's for despicable Europe. that like, like the ballet company, the American ballet company, compared to like a European ballet company, is like ugh. so like what. Like, there's no money in America. There's no... Oh, like, yeah. No I, thought you, I, know, I thought you were saying there's Europe no was market. worse. Oh, yeah. Europe yeah. is 100% Europe is, like, better. 20, 30 years ahead in terms of, like, rep and material that they're doing. Like, some... Okay, like, companies were getting, like, know. Petite more and, like, Killian, like... Like I just think ten that, years ago, that was like cutting edge to them. That shit came out in like the eighties. Well, I think that's. I think that, I think it's more of just a. It's another look at America where it's like, they don't care. Like America doesn't give a shit about the arts. The only reason people. No. I think the only. I think the only reason people give to the ballet is so they can actually like pretend that they feel something. about Yeah, the and arts. I think that. And that's I why ballet's dying. That art is kind of like become art in America has literally just become like a vessel for like money laundering. Well, because we're <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. We're we're it's a post capitalist world. Yeah, I mean, in like late stage capitalism, like there is no you cannot survive really as like an artist. Well, yeah, to get to get out of taxes, you have to give money to different. Yeah, foundations. it's money laundering. It's not it's, money laundering, but like it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's to get out of taxes. Yeah. And People, it like it signals like virtue and that you care about like others beside yourself but it's like you just don't want to pay taxes exactly exactly you know? and that's the thing that's um it's it's all it's all about who's gaining yeah it's, that's what i mean that, so this is like world it's who's i gaining. guess we were going to talk about the pre de but i guess we can talk about um but no it's like, an interesting topic yeah we can I talk about just the, that's the only thing the that really struck like the coke center like yeah. the the theater that the new york city ballet one of like the foremost ballet companies in America performs that is named after the Koch brothers. The David H. Koch Theater. Yeah. Like in Lincoln Center. Oh my god. Okay. And it's if, like what one if our one of our professors, she's a little little good little leftist, good little resistance hero. She doesn't refer to um the state theater as um or she refers to the Koch Theater as the State Theater. Because that's what it used to be called. Yeah. She doesn't want to utter the Koch brothers' names. Which I like I don't know. I was like, okay, like that's cool. I think it's you. so it's so interesting because like the Koch brothers who have been, um, you can either agree with it or not, have been like responsible for some of like the biggest um, uh, defamations, like de- like the uh, biggest uh, erasure, not erasure. Um, the, they have like s- taken away so much natural beauty from the earth. Are now responsible for like hosting the most beautiful thing that man can offer. Does that make sense? Wow. You feel very passionately about ballet. New York City ballet. Well, no, because it's it's Lincoln Center. That's the only reason yeah. it's Lincoln Center. Is it's, the, it's the pinnacle of art in America and what the best that right. America has to offer. In terms so of, like, the fact yeah, that they yeah, are theater and dance and performance, yeah. Right. And so the, fa- the fact that they are sponsoring that, it's so interesting because they've been responsible for literally polluting the earth and yeah. creating so much and terrible things like to cutting create something artificial. And, like, making art less accessible and, like, edu- like in, like, an educational oh, setting. Yeah. And, like... Well, yeah, that's the thing just... that's... The prices for... The, the tickets, the ballet tickets... Are ridiculously expensive in America. It's yeah, such no, a, it's, it's just capitalism. Not, it's not. I mean, art like art like everything else is kind of just like being like taken away from, mm-hmm. and like okay, from so who, yeah. it's um, it's February. I think we should talk about this a little. Um, we're talking. Um, it's audition season for ballet companies. I myself, I'm in the midst of job hunting, um, <laughs> but it's ex. I want to, like, talk about how, like, money is, like, a big factor in it. Because, like... Oh, for sure. It's There's so much... There's travel that needs to be done. There's, like, audition fees that need to be done. And it's just, like... Like, money is such a factor in this. And it's, like, if you don't have the means to, like, support yourself and, like, go on this journey of, like, searching, like, far and wide to, like, get a job, then, like, you might not. Because... You know, getting a job in a ballet company, it's not about, like, you don't have to be, like, the best person ever. Like, it doesn't... 
But it's just like being in the right place at the right time, be, being the person in the room that they're exactly looking for. And if you don't have the means to like get yourself into the room, it's over. Mm-hmm. So like, and that's why yeah. people are so outraged with the there's the there's costs to audition for a company. Yeah, it's I, like it's like paying to have a job interview. Right. Which, Which is, is ridiculous. Yeah. And that's why people are starting to come out against it. And some companies are starting to not charge their audition fees. International guidelines. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, you really, like, unless someone is like, because Misty Copeland has said a lot about this, which, you know, I have my own opinions about Misty Copeland. Um, but that were, she literally was living at a hotel and she got uh, seen by her ballet teacher. And that's how she got from that. I mean, you won't meet anyone in the ballet world who is not like whoever, except for the people who are exceptionally talented, you will not meet someone who is in ballet who isn't that talented, who isn't extremely wealthy. Oh, big, big take. Do you know no, what I, mean? I agree. I agree. I think that because they, because you that, have to pay the yeah. full tuition and full, there's no scholarship to be. Yeah. Given. And I think that people that not, not necessarily like the best, at ballet are allowed the time the to grow. They are, can yeah. buy time to develop as dancers. Right, because in, it's the same thing. You have to be in the right room at the right time. But if you're extremely talented, any room will be the right time yeah, for you. Yeah, so you can get yourself into more rooms. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's why, that's why that, that aspect of Missy Copeland's story is really exceptional, is that she was living in a hotel yeah. because it, you, just, you don't hear about that in ballet. You don't no. hear about people who are that... Who, who it's that much of a hardship for them because it's, it's such an expensive thing. Like point shoes are like $100 yeah. for the I mean, good we're for like, free. We're it's, ballet bros. We don't know. Right. That. But I mean for females. It's cheap for us. We can, this is another conversation to have. But right. I don't know, ballet is kind of like inherently classist. And like I can't. Oh, extremely. And I, always I, and I can't. It. It's kind of like very backwards. Like it's kind of like we, I think both of us like like to identify as like these very progressive like left-leaning people in terms of like the political spectrum but we do partake in this thing that's still like kind of backwards and archaic and like Mm -hmm. i feel like on the podcast we want to do our best to like educate our listeners to you know how like backwards and broken valley still is and how we can like bring it forward to become like progressive accessible um uh, art form, you know. Well, that's it. I'm not here to like try to like. Yeah, I don't want to shit like, on ballet. I'm not like ballet is the worst. But I'm still gonna do it because yeah. I mean the reason I'm there is because I love to do it. Obviously, yeah. and like that's like I like if I didn't love to do it, I wouldn't be there. I'm only here because I want to keep it tight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, I like ballet too. <laughs> right. Oh, but like you know, what, like that's what I mean. Like 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 I hate like I hate it. But the reason I keep on going, like I hate the the structure yeah. of it and I hate the horrible things about it, but. The only yeah. thing I go back to it is because I like what it is. We've, we're, like, a part of the system, and it's, like, we're trying to become cogs, I guess. Right, yeah. I mean, I definitely yeah. want to, like, that's what yeah. I want to do after, if I... Andrew has a, you have more of a vision than I do. I just want to, I just want to be in a company. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, that's definitely, like, what I'm plan, planning to do is to try to make it more accessible or just, like, offer yeah. more um, opportunities. And, yeah, there's, like, there's ways... We will get we'll get into it. We'll deep dive into ballet, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll deep dive for sure. But mm-hmm. that's just kind of the premise of it, the the surface, yeah, of the the problems of it. And I'm yeah, and I'm not we're not we're not going to be like bam bam bam. It all sucks because I mean yeah, I think ballet is the most beautiful art form. Yeah, I like in a way. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of hard for me to say because I do like acting. We too. are like big. I've done everything. We're big. (laughs) We like adore the art form that we like do every day. And we just want to like, we want to, we do want to elevate it. We do want to like better it. And by to like better it, we want to, we need to make it like more accessible. Right. And call out the like systemic problems like that exist already. And we're going to do it with our little podcast. Right. <laughs> we're, this little podcast is going to change the fucking world. <laughs> we're going to set the ballet world on fucking fire. Yeah, these five listeners going to really do yeah. something. One's going to be the Koch brothers. Yeah. <laughs> our listeners right now, uh, Pete Stauffer, the Co- both of the Koch brothers, and like... One of them's dead, dumbass! He's listening he's to me on the grave. He's listening to hell. <laughs> they stream this see, in hell. See you in hell. <laughs> um... Oh they my god, did I, tell, did I tell the climate march this year? Like, they were oh talking about god. the Koch brothers. 
Well, I mean, okay. I'm, okay, so my outside field is... Well, no, my second major. I always forget I'm getting Wait, a double major. Wait, I have to major. pee. Can you hold it down? Yeah, I can hold it down. Two minutes. I'll be right back, listeners. Go back. Okay, go unload yourself, you <laughs> drunk. Um, I think... Well, I, I'm a. I'm getting my second major in environmental sustainability, so that's kind of my my focus and my specialty here. So as, as soon as something like big about climate change hits hits the press, or if anyone gets like hounded on that, that's where I'll definitely have my have my expertise. But um, no, I was at the climate march. Uh, when was it? It was so hot. I think it was in October or something, it was so hot, which was like, that's the other thing, my anxiety has been through the roof, because it's been so warm, and it's like an obvious statement of climate change, so like, every day when I wake up and there's not snow on the ground, I'm from Michigan, so I'm just used to it at this point, like, I get so, like, <laughs> I, it, it, it rattles me to the bone, I can't think about it too much, because it's like, we're in the age of consequences, and... Yeah, I mean, it's just every single one of my classes right now is about how the world's going to end. And yeah, it's a, it's an interesting state to live in, a constant acceptance of mortality. But that in mind, I was, I was going to say, when we were at, I was at the Climate March, and they were kind of talking about how the Koch brothers, because the Koch brothers fund uh, the university that we attend. And uh, this one old woman was like literally screaming. She was like, one... Down one to go. About the fucking death of a person. And I was like, I don't know, it brings up the question if, if, if is that really justified to talk about literally the death of someone? Of course, I think he's definitely responsible for the death of many people and what he has produced and what he's done, and he's probably known that. But What the fuck did Andrew just say? <laughs> uh... Well, what, have you, was, what have you been talking about? I was like, <laughs> I'm back from the bathroom, I everybody. At, I was at the climate march, and this one woman was screaming. Uh, someone talked about the Koch brothers because they're donors to our university. Really? And, yeah, big donors. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> and, like, and they were all talking. Like, like everyone in the audience was kind of like, like, one of them died, and this one woman was like, one down, one to go. We're almost there. We're almost there. And I was like, I was like yeah, it's, he's obviously been um, judged. He's been, uh, he's been responsible for the death of many people. Yeah. It's like, okay, but. like, I don't want to, like, tell people that they, like, deserve to die. I just, like, <laughs> I want, like, the systems what? in place that, like, allowed these people to, like, desecrate the world and, like, des- yes, the world because of climate change. Like, and, like, destroy the lives of, like, working people. Like, mm-hmm. I think that these, the, I think that the like systems in place that like allowed that to happen, I think those should be destroyed. But like, I do like, I would like to give people the benefit of the doubt. That, but it's like, like they created the systems. That's the hard part. They lobbied they and they. That's true. That's that. That's the hard part where it's like, but they, fuck. Do you wish for the death? Like, because obviously everything. I don't that want has, anybody like, to die. I'm cool. Well, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like, <laughs> I like, like, I don't know how to like. Obviously, like, I don't believe in the death die. penalty. <laughs> me neither. Um, yeah, me neither. I would like to be vegan if I had the discipline, but you know, <laughs> if I if I liked nuts, I would be vegan. I just hate. I like nuts. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think we, I think that this was a stronger showing than our first recording. To be completely honest. Yeah, I think this is good. I'm honestly, you know, fate kind of took over, and we had to record this second episode and i think it was better yeah i think maybe 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 the establishment was looking out for us yeah by maybe us. it was i think the russian bots maybe they're on our <laughs> they side said, they said you have something better to do yeah he was like try again <laughs> do better make podcast second time <laughs> okay. um but yeah. yeah i think that's all we have to cover for our first app um okay. yeah all right cheers queers. Uh, cheers queers.